Wind chimes always remind me of Grandmother Parisha. This set that I have now, I bought on my 50th birthday. <laughs> and I bought it knowing I absolutely love it. And I know that when the wind plays them, it's welcoming a guest. And I don't know if I'm the guest, the wind is the all being, or the other way around. <laughs> anyway, it's a joyful time. Sometimes we would be listening to Grandmother Parisha in the sanctuary, and that's the beautiful garden that's being created as part of her home. And the sanctuary has fruit trees that create the most abundant fruit, like apricots that smell delightful, whose branches are so heavily laden with fruit. It's almost of another world. I know that sort of sounds like a, just a word, but you need to be there to maybe to realize it. Anyway, <laughs> the sanctuary. And when talking, listening, there'd be times when Grandmother Parish would be in the depths of a story and up would come the winds and blow blow the chimes, the big ones like that, and the small ones. And as we'd break for morning tea, the winds would drop and all would quieten again. Being a scientist, I observed enough times to remove the concept that this was random. I also recall a time traveling with Grandmother Parisher in the desert in Australia and we came across this strange sculpture place where people had made sculptures out of pieces of cars. So you can picture deep orange and yellow sands, not completely flat, small mounds in the landscape, pockets of small shrub grasses, but mostly the orange yellow. And here, on posts were the rusted, once discarded bumper bars, side pieces, pieces of doors. I think any pieces of cars that have been collected from along that straight, hot highway. And hung here, heavy metal, heavy pieces. This was a place to go and look at. Grandmother Parisha, we were all in the minibus and it was like, stop here, we're getting out. So we did. And as soon as Parisha's feet touched the ground, the wind started. And oh, did these things clang. And as I said, they're heavy. The wind wasn't that strong to blow them that heavy, but they clanged and clanged. And there was a determination in her beingness, walking forwards as if walking in a deep wind. 
walking powerfully. I saw her reach up and take the hair from the, the back of her neck, low down above what would be the cerebellum, and pull a piece out and drop it, giving it and said, take that, read it, learn it. She was talking to some entity there. And then I recall the words, I think we'll all remember these forever. And you know that I'm the meanest motherfucker that ever walked through the valley of death. It's like, okay, something serious and clang, 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 clang. Couldn't make a movie out of it. It would seem impossible. There are so many moments that could seem impossible, but this is what it's like traveling with Parisha. There was a teaching about recognizing when you have all your senses, check in with yourself, not just your eyes, or your ears, but what does it taste like? And somehow in my memory, I recall being told to recognize the taste. Is it metallic? There could be a metallic taste. Again, it came to awareness. Allow yourself to come off autopilot be more than look, listen, feel, taste, sense. After this, we got back on our minibus. GMP shared with us that there was a friendly being that had chosen to come. She described him, sort of reptilian-like, about the same size as us, quite curious. She translated things that he was saying. He definitely seemed, from the questions, it was almost a naive curiosity, but I understood that there was a deep intelligence there as well. The curiosity was in trying to understand us. When he left, he left a beautiful crystal. It just manifests there. Parish that said it was from him. And for those who'd like to doubt or have ideas or say it was a trick or whatever you like, totally go for it. <laughs> for me, it's not an isolated occurrence. And allowing yourself to say, what if? Okay, what if? What if like when we're listening to a radio, we just see the channel that we're tuned into and that's what we hear? Does that mean every other frequency doesn't exist? Do all those other radio stations that we don't listen to not exist just because we're tuned into one? For everything's energy. 
we have a particular tuning in, then we'll pick things up of certain frequencies and we won't pick things up on other frequencies. Doesn't mean they don't exist. Doesn't mean others who tune their dial slightly differently, including many children. Don't see. I mean, many children do see, so they don't see it as limited. They have a wider range of frequencies that they still tune into. Young ones, as Parrish just said, they are beings, not just calling them children, but the new being that enters, enters from a place of such high intelligence and presence and comes into the heaviness of a human body. Indeed, we see the body because it is electrons and other atomic particles, subatomic particles. So the atoms themselves slowed so much that we can see them. To have a soul inside this slow down energy to the point that it appears solid is new for a young being to be in. In this form, they look around and see what's accepted and what's not, what has the right steps for being in survival. You are a young one. I was a young one. We still have that full frequency band. Allow yourself to play with it. I appreciate Parisha for showing us these things, letting us know who's there so that we can ask ourselves, what if? And open the body to feeling it. Sharing also that those who have passed are still here. While they may have really been ready to move on, and it's not about us calling people back all the time, but knowing that it's okay to have that conversation if you have that feeling they're present. Say hi. Share whatever you feel. If someone has passed and you wish there was more that you had have said, say it. They've let go of the body, the heaviness, the, the slow atoms that gave them physical presence. Irrespective of religion. Or even with respect of many religions. There's a commonality. In as much as there's more to us than the physicality of atoms. What is it that orchestrates this life? What is it that dies? What is it that drops the body and gives that gift of body back to earth? Start having chats with that one. Ask a question, have a blank piece of paper with no lines. Listen to some music or not. Ask the question, 
and just write. It's not that you're channeling somebody else. You may, but you can also be listening to the you who you are, the beautiful, caring, open being waiting you to ask.